Hello and welcome to episode 39 of I'm Fine, the chat between myself, Damo, and someone who's more pumped than an oil field right now. Mark? I am. Aren't you? Pumped and aching. Yeah. Topless for 2021. Not now. Not now. God, no. (laughs) It's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sports and productivity. All sorts of things to help our lives. Yeah. Although hardly any sport anymore. No, I keep putting that in. We need to talk more sport, don't we? Yeah. Or some sport. Yeah. Mm. We like it, don't we? We yeah. never talk about it. <laughs> Where's yeah. that? We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. If you haven't already subscribed to us, then please do, as you'll get a reminder when our pods are published. And if you have a spare moment, then please do leave us a five-star rating and or review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell us what you want more or less of on our Instagram survey, as I've put up. Is it's only three been, questions. Has it been covered later? No, it's been covered now. Okay. obviously Uh, just check the highlights on our insta profile and um give us some feedback no we have we do have we do have some feedback on on facebook no oh on facebook okay that i sent you i'm gonna leave that to the end okay you had a glint we made it we made made a new friend didn't we oh facebook (laughs) so coming up in warm-up and stretch got some catching up to do some bookmarks work-life ballet we're going to start talking about the common sense committee yeah Braid food. We were going to talk about the Vegas nerve, but we're not now. We're going to move that on a little bit. We might touch on it a tiny bit, but then hmm. we'll go on to talk about. Yeah, I think the, the thing the, the Vegas nerve. I think there's almost too much to. I'm never going to, you know, no, be, be in neuroscience overnight. But I think just some of the things I'm reading are leading to other things, yeah. and I'd rather give it rather than it been a a rush job, like a shotgun. Yeah, of, you want a kind of sniper's Sawn rifle off shotgun, perhaps. <laughs> That goes further, doesn't it? Doesn't that spray? Wasn't the idea of a oh, short, yeah. sawn-off shotgun not just to get it in your coat? Doesn't it cause more damage because there's... Spr- I don't know. I'm not sure. Someone today showed me um, a clip from... I think it was the Craze film, I think. I don't think it was them right. in real life being filmed. I don't think they, I don't think they did a <laughs> fly-on-the-wall documentary, did they? It made me think. When I worked in Dartmoor Prison, Dartmoor Prison was actually um, built in Napoleonic times. They always say that as if that... Surely we would go like... Does that make it well, that's, more brutal? Well, that, that was it. It was always described. And I'm thinking, we don't describe much of English or British history in terms of French. Yeah. Was, it, was that just saying how old it was? Or yeah. How, yeah. But I don't know what that was. What's the relevance? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. irrelevant. I just, it's or it hasn't changed. If it hasn't changed since Napoleon's time, then it's probably. Oh, a lot of you it imagine, hasn't. I don't know. Yeah. I imagine it to be yeah. the pits. But, but it's, it's owned by the um, Duchy of Cornwall. So Prince Charles, in effect. Oh, okay. And recently, well, not recently, when I worked there, Prince Charles basically upped the rent, which I always thought was tricky because there isn't going to be <laughs> there isn't going to be a waiting list of people who want to run a, a Napoleonic prison in the middle of a barren no. moor. But he put it up by quite a bit, so the prison service decided to give notice on oh, right. the rent of it, right? Which is and ten- look for and look for new digs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope everyone behaves. <laughs> You got yeah. ten years to turn your life around. <laughs> yeah, um, let's clear this place out. So it was a ten-year notice period, which is like oh, it was, was it? Yeah, yeah. Which is ahead of a contract to get up with your tenants. Yeah, but one of the is things still, is that still in play now. Yeah, yeah. They're so they're, this... they're in the middle of this ten years. Wow. I was working there probably about five or so. I mean, maybe something's changed and it's been extended or changed. But okay. At the time, this was happening. What's it going to turn that into? Some kind of thing? Well, park? I no, exactly. <laughs> That would, there is, um, I think like it's in Sweden, Alcatraz, there's like a prison you can actually stay in now. It's, being converted. it's like sort of a boutique type hotel, is I think. Is it nice up there? I mean, is it? Oh, it's very uh, picturesque. It's like right at the top of a sort of, yeah. you get snowed in there. It is, it's a foreboding yeah, type yeah. of place. Anyways, mm. don't want to go off on a tangent. Too late. 
I mentioned it because the creator, I said, oh, when, I, it, when I used to work down there, I said, yeah, tell me some stories. You know, <laughs> excite me about some of your... Watch uh, all the murderers, not yeah. tell me a story. Bearing in mind that... I'll go my, on for your mark. Yeah, bearing in mind, like the ending. My, my project had six murderers on it, so it wasn't mm-hmm. as if I was short of... I'm not laughing at murder, gruesome. but I'm just, no, you know, no. I'm just laughing at the absurdity no. of my comments. I was, I'll tell you why I was. We were selling the mushrooms in Dartmoor Prison Museum, which is a really interesting museum. And it's very interesting yeah. to have a museum just outside a prison. What's in the museum? The history of the museum. The, the, the museum gives the history of the prison... But right. it also has things made by prisoners as in the gift shop. So you could buy oh, okay. painted right. pebbles or snow globes or... What kind of knives made out of toothbrushes? <laughs> pillow, shanks. Pillow, pillow, Homemade pillow, shanks. <laughs> pillow stuff with human hair. Yeah. A, yeah. They're missing a trick, actually. They are, Key rings with teeth. Yeah, tea towels made of human skin, aren't yeah. they? I don't know how it works. Oh, the hatchet sells those. Um, <laughs> yeah. Door coverings. Yeah. I said to them, "Oh, did the Cray twins ever came here? Ever come here? Because they used to have a lot of people from London go to Dartmoor." And right. this guy went, "No." He said, "But we did have someone, one of their drivers, oh, for right. one of their jobs, I think, on an armed robbery." Right. And he went, "Interesting story." And it's almost like in brackets he was saying, "In case you ever do a podcast." <laughs> and I completely <laughs> forgotten about this interesting story until the guy showed me the pictures of right. the, the Cray twins. So what happened was back in the day, this must have been fifties, I guess. The Cray twins came down to visit their mate and were allowed to right. take him for a cream tea. What, take him out of the prison? Yeah, yeah. To Princeton. Princeton. Bring him back by three, were you lads? Yeah. <laughs> what are those? Well, no, I think it was tea at three, bring him back okay. by four. <laughs> I beg your pardon, sorry. I've... <laughs> in those days, there was protocols. Is Devon or Cornwall? Devon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that... Make sure you put the cream on first, boys. <laughs> Let's so, have some standards. So Princeton is the, the village or the small town surrounding the prison and it's almost totally dependent on the prison so a lot of prison officers leave there anyway they took him to a local tea shop in Princeton and then brought him back hour 90 minutes later and dropped him off at the gate lovely a couple of weeks later they went oh we'd like to take him out for tea again (laughs) and of course it's like it all went well first time boys that's fine see him again they were a bit late coming back yeah and um two weeks later he was found in the Thames oh god and you sort of go to the prison they're the most notorious East End gangsters this <laughs> yeah. country has produced. They're the reason that he's in there in the first place, yeah, right? Yeah, he was a driver for them, obviously <laughs> knew a little bit too much. And now he's with the fishes. Maybe he didn't pay for the cream tea. I mean, you Maybe don't know. put the jam and the cream in the <laughs> wrong order. <laughs> you what? You embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. You slag. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty, dirty. Bob Hoskins in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh so anyway well they are they are men well i guess they're men of honor weren't they and oh, their word you know they would they definitely put the cream well, i'm on. gonna kill you you're dead yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah honor's a bit hmm. it's the days but you can't do that now no take someone out for cream tea no. um so how are you you came in here bouncing off the walls i had to kind of pull you down a bit and, yeah and um i know you don't like me commenting on on your clothing so much but that i'm wearing some dress to impress today aren't you you I almost went, you go for an interview. Yeah. <laughs> you your trousers on. It's, tri- it's, it's hardly a suit, is it? Well, it's, no, it's, it's no but that's just, it just looks so different. Honestly, it's just so oh, no, different. It you just you, to, yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been out. It was a bit sweet. It's cold, right? Yeah, it is cold. No, I just covered up a bit more. So. <laughs> but yeah, it is right? funny. It is funny wearing different 
tones. Mm. I think it changes your mood or your perception or other people's. Yeah. Also, apology. I know this isn't apologies, but it's to do do with the garage. No, the anonymous client who I mentioned said, looked round with disgust at my garage. He wishes to. Oh yeah. Make the point that he wasn't looking in disgust. Oh, is he? Oh, is he listened and fed back? Yes. Right. Yeah. That hasn't been out long. Only put it out yesterday. No, he's top of the tree. I mean, he's up there with Wayne. (laughs) Right. He's listened to. I think I published it at about two o'clock in the morning. New Year's Day. Okay, yeah. We'd had a lot, we'd had like 16 views by the time I'd woken up. Yeah. So who's, who's up? What are you doing? I guess people are up, aren't they? Well, it's New lovely Year's that Day. people are, you know, it's, it's a real glow. But... Especially because you couldn't see the fireworks because of the fog. That was a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just heard them, but yeah. we're just trying to look after our cats who are cowering under yeah. under things. Would you Yeah. Have a good New no, Year? I'm okay. As I say, I've been doing some pretty demonic workout sessions in the yeah. gym um i'm on a bit of a roll at the moment i'm now I'm, I'm bulking and it's going really well and i'm enjoying it and mm. great to step on the scales and see them gone up another pound or another pound and a half so yeah i'm in a really good place with that good it's, um it's exciting i think i think i can get probably the fittest and biggest i've ever been mm. so and then i thought maybe i could do competitive bodybuilding for 60 plus <laughs> but, but my legs are like twiglets aren't they really <laughs> it's like or a brown sticky yeah <laughs> You know, little, 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 little marmite yeah. tinge with my legs you either love them or hate them <laughs> yeah uh, so i don't know i think I, yeah i might get a few points for upper body and then they go seriously <laughs> you're having a laugh you can't wear long trousers in the bodybuilding competition uh, yeah that's it they're running jeans yeah. <laughs> do you have to put the gravy browning on as well yeah. don't you when you're bodybuilding yeah. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Is it like like self? Is it actually gravy? But don't they used to do gravy? They do actually. Well, you gravy, are pa- gravy it is drowning. a paint. Yeah, it, <laughs> Sorry, it yeah. is a paint as such. I mean, obviously now with tanning. What, creosote. <laughs> yeah. what it, it looks like on. it stinks. I don't know whether it. It looks disgusting. Yeah. Well, the whole preparation for bodybuilding is is quite a strange situation because what you're going through with your body in terms of like you know losing water out of your system to make them yeah. the muscles more yeah. defined. What's, and, that, what's that called? Is that shredding? Or is that not shredding when you're losing the water? Yeah, yeah. Well, shredding is just the bulking like is one. MM, MMA fighters do it as well to get the weight. Do people do get the weight yes. down as well? Yeah. I mean, just yeah. literally sit in a hot bathroom and just sweat it out. It's yeah. really dangerous, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, jockeys do it. Jockeys do it to a ridiculous degree. I know mm. when I had a racehorse that um, we had a guy, Willie Carson, who was a really famous jockey. He was the yeah, only famous yeah, yeah. jockey we had, and he rode, he rode my horse, and he was literally... Your my, horse? Is your white, white no, steed? I had, oh, is it I had white? a racehorse. Or, well, did you? a bit of it. Which bit? <laughs> the slow <laughs> bit. <laughs> Yeah, the fit that never crossed the line. Yeah, yeah. Well, I shared it with a couple of other people. Oh, well, okay, I didn't know 12, that. Or, yeah. Oh, Willie Carson ra- raced Yeah, it. and okay. his last race. We, we, were, we were over Oh, in his last race? No, no, oh. in my horse's last race. Oh, okay, right. Oh. Not ever. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the last. Sorry, I had to put it down. I, um, I bought the horse without ever seeing it. I just did it on breeding. It doesn't surprise me. And <laughs> so you buy your cars, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. do. I want a blue Give one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What horse would you like? <laughs> a white charger. Is it breathing? I didn't name it, and you're not going to be surprised that this is this is this is irony. Probably call it horse. <laughs> Am I right? No. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what was very funny once, and this is a true story. Um, there was uh, two guys that bought um, a greyhound and raced it in Wimbledon. This was back in the 80s. And yeah. I sort of knew them through someone who knew them, who knew them. They, When they lodged the, the greyhound, they lodged it as its name. Lodged? 
lodged like its regist- name, registered its Regi- name. Okay, right, yeah, right, right. when it was a puppy, they registered, and they did it in this way. It was it was so say their surnames. So one of them was John Novak, so N O V A K. Yeah, and the other one was I don't know Roger Good, G O O D E. But if you say no fucking good quick, <laughs> no fucking good. <laughs> and I think, and this is when it becomes urban myth, is I think it yeah. was last on its first race. So then finally, no fucking good. <laughs> so um, anyway, so my horse, which wasn't named by me. Right. This is the irony. It was called Play to Win. And for someone who's over competitive, yeah, yeah, that, that was bang on, wasn't it? How did it get on? It won one. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, to be honest, to get a win out of a race horse, yeah, yeah. it came second once. And yeah. after the end of its first season, it was the only time I'd seen it run. I looked at it. It was a Shetland pony. It was... It was tiny, was it? Oh, I think oh is it, it Shetland pony? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only one Jim Carners. We got 20 quid and a rosette. <laughs> just putting kids on them. Yeah. Willie Carson just got through as, a, as an eight-year-old. Well, that's the point when he had to use lose weight in the sauna. He had to get down to four stone three. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Oh. So, so where did you where did it win what what race course? well it oh, we'll leave that for another day because the, the the race it won no the race it lost is is a real story the race it won is okay another story so we'll okay. do it for another day all right um but when i saw it and saw how tiny it was the trainer went oh i'd like to put this over jumps and i'm thinking well, like literally without little ones without yeah without a team of what you not know. not show jumping, just to actually yeah jump hunt racing rather than flat that, national that, hunt yeah. yeah. And I looked at it and I thought that poor little thing is it can barely get. Yeah, the grass was coming up to its chin. <laughs> so the trainer agreed to buy the share, and so that was the last of okay. little old play That's to cool. win. Yeah. How do we get onto that? What are we talking about? The Cray twins. Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> you working out in the gym. Then we got onto our horses. You putting on weight. And then we how the hell did we get there? <laughs> You, you, you were worried at... we were losing structure in these. Yeah. Or as some people might say, well, I'll leave what some people might say about we'll us. We'll leave that to the end. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to bookmarks. Shall I move this thing along? Boom. Let's go. Uh, but you're all right. You're yeah. Pump, you're pumped. And you're you okay? Yes. I'm, Good. I feel a bit better in my head because I have I got some stuff done yesterday. Was it work I guess stuff? What there was, yeah, but my side hustle stuff. Okay. And um, I've just been letting it go and go and go and go. Is that because you vocalised to me that you've been letting it go and then you thought? The reason I mention it here is because it does help me yeah. do it. You never even mentioned your side hustle once. You, yes, for a marketeer. Uh-huh. They're just a couple of other businesses. Okay. That's all. Yeah. But I've just been dragging my heels on them. But it's the classic small step stuff. Mm-hmm. I just thought, right, I've just got to get that done. I sat down yesterday and I think the thought of these things, a bit like decorate, I don't really like decorating anyway, but no. I kind of thought of doing it and then you kind of, you just get past the first five minutes and then you're in, aren't you? Yeah. Kind of you get yeah. you get rolling. So it was that really. And I kind of enjoyed it in the end. It's like, well, I just do this. I need to do this months ago. And yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So that's the thing with side hustles when when you're not reliant on them giving yeah. you a living. They can just drift. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, they're never they're always gonna be they're gonna be a hobby. They're never really gonna be a side mm. hustle unless mm. I do something about it. So I think my head feels a bit better because of that. That's good. Yeah. Uh bookmark, socks in bed. Now <laughs> I was dying listening back to that. I was absolutely dying. Yeah. There's a story about that, isn't there? The Russian spy came back to you. Wow. Spooky or what? That, that it is seems spooky. like, I mean, this whole podcast is about making people not, you know, not feel alone. Yeah. And you are not alone. No. I thought the that. reply was, that's why I sent you it as a screenshot. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. You hadn't the, teed someone up for the answer yeah. you wanted. Or you that's know. one of your stupid things that you used to say when you used to get yeah. drunk about X, Y, and Z. Did you want to read it? or um, I don't know if I've still got it on me, but have you got it? Yeah, got it, yeah. 
Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> this is funny. So I spoke to two people yesterday, yeah. the people I trained with, and said to them, all right, I'm just going to say this, and you've got to say first thing comes into your head. And I said, <laughs> in, in bed with socks on and earplugs, what do you think of? Right. And one guy went, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't wear socks in bed. So I thought I'm not going to okay. like sort of yeah. try and get the answer I <laughs> yeah, want. Yeah. So I said, okay, why not? And he went, you couldn't cross your toes with socks on. What? That's what I said. And he went, to cross your toes. What, like on each foot or actually? Over two... each other. Or cross on your feet. On, on one, no, no, on one foot, cross your toes over each other. Was he wearing it? So, so I, I, left, I wearing... left him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to outdo me. That has been really weird. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one went, what, do you mean suffocation? I wish I'd video. This wasn't him. Russian spy? This wasn't Russian else. spy. Someone who doesn't even know Russian spy. This and is went, weird. This is freaky. So that's three out of four people. Do we ever discuss the dangers of socks and earplugs together in bed? A kind of squinty, embarrassed-faced emoji. Yeah. And then Russian spy says, we didn't, but I think that would probably suffocate you. Hmm. Holy fuck. You replied. <laughs> you replied. <laughs> Wait till you hear the pod. So is she saying that would probably suffocate you because she knows what you're like? Or is she thinking... That would suffocate her as well. She, she got point. the same thing? Don't know. Didn't, oh, you didn't follow it up. Okay. Just left it because I thought... But I'm, I'm amazed that you're not alone. I'm just that one. But now there's another couple of, you know, another yeah. couple of people who've said that. There's so much stuff about wearing socks in bed. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot saying it's good for you, though, isn't it, yeah, that I read? There was, there was there's for and against. Hmm. Nothing about socks and earplugs. No. Together. I couldn't find anything. No. You so think, how... well, you can't... Someone must have, right? Just yeah. must have. Yeah. If there's... It isn't like I'm strange. No. <laughs> so advantages of wearing socks in bed, improved circulation, increases blood flow to your feet. Uh, the prevention of Raynaud's syndrome. Oh, yeah. No, I know yeah. a couple of people with Raynaud's. Uh, it's a medical condition which you, um, in your body which typically affects your fingers and toes. It responds to cold weather and they feel numb. And some people kind of go funny. Yeah. Fingers yeah, yeah. and toes go funny colour yeah. very quickly. Is that French for fox? <laughs> um, it's spelled differently. Okay. I think you're right. It's, it's know, Renard, it's just, isn't it, in, for French for Fox? I don't know. It just suddenly came to me. No, you're right. Um, R-E-N-A-R-D-E. We're here to educate. Where, yeah, you're right. Whereas Reynard's is R-A-Y-N-A-U-D. Prevent hot flushes for women going through menopause. Sleep can often uh, be difficult to achieve. Hot flushes are a response to hormonal changes, but they can be prevented by wearing socks in bed. Uh, okay. Disadvantages of socks in bed. It reduces circulation. <laughs> I think it's literally the opposites of uh, what okay. I just talked about. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Yeah. So you like them or you don't. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Poor hygiene. In some cases, wearing socks in bed can increase the risk of poor hygiene. Uh, what about wearing your shoes in bed? Um, if your socks are too tight or aren't clean. I mean, your feet can be dirty. I don't think we we're need ba- the we're internet back into the It's like, do whatever you want, but just yeah. keep the earplugs at bay. All right, you're basically saying crack on, this is boring. Yeah. Okay, I get the message. Yeah. It gives a whole list of what kind of socks are best to wear in Yeah, bed. crack on, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, humans, animals and milk. Right, yeah, you were I, getting really funny about this. I thought this was a bit stupid of me, but what? I hope you're going to rescue me. I'm sure I've seen a documentary of animals doing... Well, like, like I mean, you kind of mentioned aphids. I mean, we kind of talked about milking. It's not technically milk, though. It's just a, a kind of an enzyme that they produce that they get off on, They're isn't it? They're taking a liquid so, out of another animal. I don't think... No, it's not, yeah, I think it was just because it was called milking because there's a, that... Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going again. It was the action of kind of, you know... <laughs> I'm sure I'm... I've, doing the action, yeah. but I think that's what the ants do to the aphids. Okay. I mean, it's not milk, I, I just think is you're what gonna, I'm saying. Are you going to tell me a few stories of other animals that do it to other animals? There aren't. Oh, I'm sure I saw... a film or something so there's none 
I mean, they talk about cats and dogs drinking milk because only because we give them milk. They don't go out to get milk. Are they lactose intolerant? Though? I've been told now cats are lactose intolerant. Yeah, but you intolerant. shouldn't. I mean, some humans are, some humans aren't. Mm. I just because thought... there is a bit about the enzymes you have when you're younger it means you can you have them in your stomach so you can take your mother's milk. Yeah. But then when you get into adulthood, that disappears. Okay. But some people will remain lactose tolerant or intolerant just okay. depending on their build. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, <laughs> maybe never visit it again. We're the only animals. To actively drink the milk of another another okay. animal. Okay. Some of the this, this wasn't a bookmark as such, but something kind of something cropped up on the BBC website yesterday, which just I just thought oh, there's loads of these things where it's not necessarily living in ignorance, but just kind of not being aware really. And I think it was a bit about visually impaired people and and having the trouble they're having with all the COVID rules. And okay. Because I I started to do this when I went up to our local mall. Mm. And I just realized how many instructions there were. And I started taking photos of yeah. all the different instructions. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was going to do it for the pod. And, it, yeah. I just, and this cropped up and kind of maybe mentioned it before. Have we talked about going to the service station before and all the crap signage that is about? When you go to service oh, station... Oh, yeah. you can never find the car park. No, because it's signage that you never, ever see on the yes. motorway. Yeah. Anywhere else. It's yeah. its own signage. It's its own visual language. Yeah. And every service station pretty much has its own different visual yeah. language. So... It doesn't adhere to anything that we're used to. No, and some of it's negatives. So it'll be like an arrow going, no cars or lorries under 3.5 yeah. tons. And you're going... You've got a lot to... When, you, when you're coming in hot, as I normally do yeah. in a service station, you, you know, you're like, I can't read all these signs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, do you yeah, drive fast in the motorway? Huh? Do you drive fast? Um, yeah, it's on record that I do. Oh, yeah, of course. I've got proof. Do you want to see? <laughs> no, but when you're coming in and you're, you know, you're, not, there's normally a bend, isn't there, just before you... Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, When you're kind of doing a... When you're drifting. You're having to make quick, quick decisions. <laughs> you can't read all these signs and, you know, keep it on the road. But there's a lot going on, isn't there? Yeah. I was starting to take pictures of all the instructions. Wash your hands, stand here, stand one metre, stand two metres, make sure there's yeah, enough Yeah, I've seen these between. one metres. Don't sit on this bench, but you can sit here and it's just yeah, like it, yeah. go into a shop and every shop has its own instructions yeah, on what you yeah, should do. Yeah. There is so much. And then I saw this thing about the visually impaired and, how, and you think, well, if we're having trouble, we can see. Imagine mm. people who can't see. Yeah. You know, have Some have dogs, some don't. Some are completely blind. Some people are partially. So it mm. just must be an absolute nightmare for them. And there's a whole article on that on the BBC website. And it just, just made me think. And God, oh, you imagine what? Yeah. You wouldn't go out. You just wouldn't go anywhere, would you? It's and so if, confusing. Yeah. And if they're visually impaired and they're, they're reliant on listening to news casts or Well, you want one, one simple instruction, right? Yeah. yeah. Press a button and know what I have to do, not yeah. listening to. And the, and the dogs have, have, you know, are trained in one way. Yeah, and some of the dogs don't even know what to do. So, no. was I? Is it you? I was talking to about the um, hand sanitizer. This is what happens. You go to the supermarket. Not long ago, they were spraying everything. That yeah. stopped. Yeah. So you get your trolley. Yeah. So trolleys aren't cleaned, are they? No. So you put your hands on a trolley of mm. someone who's just yeah. put the trolley there. Yeah. Then you push that in, yeah. and you sanitize your hands. Mm-hmm. And I think. You then go around the Which store. Which is only sanitise your hands and nothing else. So then you put your sanitised hands back on your dirty trolley. Dirty trolley. Yeah. And so also no that hand sanitizer. if it protected you from COVID, full stop, we could just smother ourselves in that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or why don't you just wipe one of those mists as you come through the door? And it's just yeah. like a fine sanitised mist. So it does everything. Yeah. You know, like those cleaners in, in um, hospitals and offices where you can, it's that spray. So why don't we just walk through those? Yeah. A bit like um, stars in their eyes. <laughs> Tonight, Matthew, <laughs> I'm going to be Elton John and you come through the mist. Yeah. yeah. You, you're, every bit of all your clothes, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't mind doing that. 
A bit like when you're meant to have a shower before the swimming pool, but you never do, do no. you? <laughs> yeah. Or you put your feet in that blue stuff. Yeah. That used to happen back or the in little, the day. Or the little foot bath. Do yeah, they have yeah. foot baths anymore? Those I don't little think things they you do. walk through. We used to, didn't I you? I used to splash myself with that, yeah. <laughs> the disinfectant. Yeah. So anyway, so you do all that. I don't know how long the antibacterial no. stuff works. This person was saying to me, the common sense is, going back to our common sense committee. Yeah, that's next. Don't, you should have don't one. blow it all now. You need one on the way out. Yeah. Because this is, if the only time you go out is Sainsbury's mm, mm. and the rest of the time is your home environment, which you would hope would be clean and sanitized yeah. and not have any strangers in, yeah. then your only risky time is the supermarket. So when you leave... It's Somewhere filthy. that's got 200 other people coughing okay, and yeah. sneezing. And you're touching items, putting them back. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when you're going to pick everything up. But there isn't hand sanitizers as you leave the no, store. of course there isn't. No, it's crazy. That's ridiculous. Mm. I, I never understood toilets that, that had handles that, the, that you have to touch. The, you, got, you have to push You go them, to yeah. the toilet. Yeah. That, you don't have automatic wheeze, do you? You have to have a wee properly. And then there's sometimes there are automatic taps. So you put your hand, you know, have to yeah. touch that automatic yeah. soap dispensers, brilliant, brilliant. And then a manual door with a handle on it. Yes. What's the point of that? Yeah. What is the point have of that? Have you ever that? tried doing it with your knee and stuff like that? When the guy before you has like come out of the cubicle, not washed his hands yeah, and you're going, and how do I open this door? Sometimes I just wait till the door opens. Yeah. And then kind of push it. It's gross. It's well, that, totally goes, gross. that goes back to the first podcast, wasn't it? The people, that, that woman in the wheelchair oh, yeah, in yeah. a hospital going into a disabled toilet. Yeah that had a very heavy door that you had to open with a handle. Yeah, yeah. Sliding doors, I mean, they had them in Star Trek 30 years ago. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Shh. Yeah, that's right. We're talking of common sense. Should we get on with that? Yeah. Okay. This is one of the things we talked about in a podcast ago, didn't we? That we have... Talked about it in the garage a lot, yeah, I think. Yeah, you have, yeah. And then we just t- totally went off our radar. We just, yeah. been, we just kind of touched on it, really, didn't we? The yeah. common sense. Let's start from the beginning. What is the common sense committee? I mean, it's not a committee. No. But that's the whole point. Maybe there should be one, right? Yeah. Taking a step back, one of the things that you said a few pods ago, one of our key things is balance. Mm. And that there's no one in the middle anymore. Mm. And Apart as from someone, me on my little fence. And as, yeah, you're constantly <laughs> on the fence. As someone said to me not so long ago, there's no fun sitting in the middle of the seesaw. I don't know. Well, there isn't because you don't go anywhere. Depends whether you enjoy seesaws, right? Maybe introverts would. Yeah. It's a seesaw that doesn't move. Oh, happy world introvert day, by the Shut way. Shut up. Stop <laughs> speaking to me. Oh, it's how, how do we celebrate The whole that? irony of, the, of yeah. a world introvert day. It just you don't have to, it doesn't even need words, does it? No, it's just like... It's too ironic. Yeah, and we shouldn't know about it. If there is a world <laughs> introvert day, it should never be announced, should it? <laughs> Absolutely in fact the last thing we want is attention on a world scale you know and i think some people are trying to be introverts now that aren't introverts yeah they're trying to be cool aren't they if you don't hide behind your front door when your neighbor's putting his bin out you're not an introvert (laughs) end of yeah um so common sense committee Mm. the bit about the seesaw is i think we've often said that everything seems to be extremes and that that's reflected by twitter which isn't the world but it's an interesting today someone um, sent something through to me about that thing that Paul Embry had done and said, have you heard this? Oh, uh, yeah. And again, it's sort of polar. Everything polarizes people at the moment. Oh, his, his 377 yeah. deaths under deaths 60. 60 yeah, without yeah, yeah. pre-existing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. the Common Sense Committee has been something that's been on my mind for years and years. And I think it comes down to this simple fact. For a lot of things, there isn't a right or wrong answer. And I think Twitter's taught me that more than any other form of social media. And it's the typical thing on Twitter, isn't it? When you go, grapes are a lovely fruit. And then people go, just like, yeah, just, well, no, no. Just like you to discriminate against bananas. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? 
and it it's it is that bit that everybody's got a counter argument yeah the common sense committee for me was that there are some things in life some scenarios or some laws or some mm. traditions even that don't make sense i guess the hand sanitizer thing mm. would be that yeah the common sense committee would look at it and go actually what we're going to do is every shop in this country if we're going to stop covid we'll have hand sanitizer at the front and someone cleaning the trolleys that's the rules yeah. because that makes sense it isn't <laughs> up to people's i went into a shop the other day it said keep one meter apart i didn't even know that was a thing no that's what i mean some are one some are two yeah what i would like to think and this is utopian is that certain things can 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 be decided by the common sense committee and if people don't necessarily totally agree they've agreed to the concept that this group of people can more to, it's a bit like referees more often than not referees get decisions right yeah when they make the odd mistake we just used to live for it for 100 and whatever it is 140 years of yeah, professional football, football. Yeah. we've moaned a bit in the pub it hasn't changed the world that someone yeah. didn't know whether the ball crossed well, we the used line. to do the talking didn't we that's the thing we always used to go and yeah. talk about yeah whether the ball's over the line or not we've been robbed yes it wasn't for the a group and especially no. now it wasn't for a group in a in an office somewhere in Slough yeah. or wherever it yeah. is. Who still aren't able to make a decision because no. the technology <laughs> no. isn't good enough to tell them if they were actually no. right. No. And even on that, common sense never comes into it now, does it? No. I don't know what sense is used, but sorry, I've got, I'm, I'm bringing no, 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 with no. questions. No. You carry on, I'm jotting them down. So, I mean, just, so very, very quick, I can just give some examples of that. So this, this would be common sense. You look at certain games or you look at certain, and common sense committee wouldn't be brought in to look at the minutiae of life. But one of the things is... Um, yes, it's not a VAR for life, is it? The common sense committee. Yeah, they're not no. getting lines out. And no, but there's, there's, to, there's yeah. some things that if you actually looked at the statement... So I'll make a statement. If you're playing football mm. and you have a free kick and you throw the ball on the ground and take a free kick and the ball is moving forward, yeah. the referee will blow his whistle and say, moving ball, mm -hmm. take the free kick, kick again. again. You're paid £200,000 a week... <laughs> You have one job to take a free kick with a static football. <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting to go here, but yeah. But the point I'm making is, is you've, you've had a go, you've got it wrong, so the other side can have a go. You had your go at a free kick oh, it, and you got it wrong. So common sense doesn't go, you've got that wrong, have another go and see if you can get it right. And the interesting thing okay, is, if the ball right moved it. a second time, would you go... One more time. You know, where does the rule start? <laughs> keep doing that until the ref yeah. gets pissed off. It's a bit like tennis. What is the rule? Does the rule just keep doing it until you... Until I don't know. Static I try to look this up. Right. I don't know if it's like... <laughs> yeah, it probably isn't. If the ball went forward the like 18 times... you're going to get it right the first time. Right? <laughs> That'd be a brilliant time waste, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But it's like tennis. Your yeah. first serve has missed. You've got one job to get it in this box. It's yeah, missed. There's no, Have yeah. one more go. What? Why? <laughs> Why would you say that to someone? You better be good at this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's almost, you could go on for tennis where you've missed your serve, mm. but we'll give you another go. Yeah. And then your next return goes long. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, you can have one more go. <laughs> 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 you've, you've hit it long once, but that okay. one doesn't count. The next one you're out. Mm. So that's getting off the theme. Do you have any real world? Yes. So the so real no, world. Sorry, so, I mean, that is real world. You know what I mean? Let's go back to the membership of the committee. Mm-hmm. I think I had a discussion with you a while ago. So my question would be, who's in it? Right. Who, who, who is this committee, committee made up of? Well, we've had some discussions. When we mm. talked about Davos, we were saying, how come the people with the most money in the world thinks, think they're the right people yeah. to tell yeah, us what yeah. to do? So that's number one. We are... Because they're rich and successful. They've, they've won at life. Yes. They, yeah. mu they, must, they must be balanced. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, or uh, else they wouldn't. If they hadn't made right decisions, they wouldn't yeah, be where they are. Sure. Yeah. So then you look at you know, members of parliament and a total um, bias towards well, one or two private schools. It isn't even like all private schools, is it? It's between two universities and yeah. Eton and Harrow sort of thing. But Eton even more than anything. But that's it. If anything, our government, you know, democratically elected mm-hmm. and representative of smart people, yeah. practical people, pragmatic people. Uh, caring people, yeah. compassionate people. Yeah, you think you get a mix of those, wouldn't you? You would hope. Yeah. You would. You think you're on a track to a the ultimate common sense committee, right? Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And we're clearly not. No. But also, it is the caveat here that no matter how how hard we work on trying to get this common sense committee, common sense is my common sense isn't necessarily your common sense. There's no consensus exactly. to common sense, I think no. is what I'm trying to say. Exactly right. This is a you know a very ide- idealistic... The, the idealism behind it is, is because nobody is fundamentally right about everything. <laughs> yeah. At least if we're right about some things some of the time, yeah. it will be an improvement. But I mean, when you, but, so when you get into the de- democratic side of it, when you get to a point where if 100,000 people think that is a bad idea and this is a good one, mm-hmm. and there's, there's even science to back it up... Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's the whole point of the word common sense, right? Is there's, there's a, is a common consensus to that. Common, yes. i.e. quite a lot of people think this is sensible. Yes. Sorry. That's no, no, kind of no. Just, no, I'm, no you've, got me think, you've got me thinking because what, in a way what you've done is, is say, well, what I'm saying is democracy isn't common sense. Yeah, because there's, there's a minority of people representing a majority of people. What yes. does our common sense committee need to have 100,000 people in it? But even it, things like referendum, like crowd, like crowd, sorry, referendums. Yeah, ref, what I'm saying about referendums, you could say that's the ultimate in democracy. Yeah, was Brexit common sense? Yeah, or was because there was enough people, or was Scottish <laughs> independence? Or how many times do you have to? This is yeah, a, but of course, but the question, I guess, referendum, the question can, is often loaded or doesn't give you the ability to even debate. The whole yeah. thing was debated, wasn't it? But it was like in and out. That's not that thing. Wasn't that simple? Although the deal, I mean? the, the deal, the final deal that we've 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 mm. left with was given twenty four hours for the whole of government to read after. Yeah, and then went yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have a lot of slide, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, there's a point of you, yeah, you haven't got any choice. I think I think the point I'm making about common sense, and I don't think it's about things like Brexit or or Scottish independence or you know some of the problems say in in Ireland back in the seventies. It's around mm. certain things that you look at, and you say to yourself. There must be a better way of doing this thing. Yeah. So it could be on a micro level. So I'll give you an example. Where I live, picturesque, really pretty village, yeah. beautiful common, beautiful church, and the road next to that beautiful common had a hospital on it. Sorry, the other side of the road had yeah, a hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a decision was made by the health trust to sell their land because they were in a lot of financial difficulties. And they had two hospitals. One's in Southmead, Mm -hmm. which is a less desirable area in terms of property prices. And and so they could have given up Southmead and improved the facilities at Frenchay because they wanted to make a super hospital. This was the idea, but they were going to sell one of their sites. But because the land on Frenchay was obviously worth a lot more and the houses are going up close to a million pounds there, the bigger Mm -hmm. ones, the health trust made an economic decision to sell that land and have everything in Southmead, although Southmead is far less accessible for certain yeah, for reasons. Emergencies and things yeah. Like that, yeah, but it was made because of financial reasons. And so I don't think a common sense committee would go in, well, actually, you'd get better parking at French End, better this, better that. They go, 
we're tens of million pounds in debt. Mm. We made an economic decision. Okay. So that that's something where a common sense committee wouldn't come in because an organisation has got to have some um, autonomy around what they do for the best interests of that health trust. Sure. Okay. Why I'm saying that is the land was then sold for, I think, 490 houses to be built. Mm -hmm. Fine. No problem with that. Mm -hmm. People need housing. Yeah. Great. On that land, there is a two-bedroom cottage, which is at the entrance to this housing estate of 490 houses. That's where we walk past to go to tennis. Yeah, that yeah. little cottage. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. little cottage was bought for £400,000. Right. And they put in a planning application to extend it, but the second part of the extension would, would mirror the first bit of the cottage. Right. So it would have slightly more floor space, but it would almost be like another version of itself. Mm -hmm. And that has been repeatedly turned down by planners right. because it didn't fit the nature of the village right, right. so a small cottage <laughs> yeah of no particular <laughs> historical interest that was the entrance to the hospital just looking like a, is now a bigger version. is now derelict oh, right. because they can't they needed to to, to do it up they yeah. needed to rebuild it but next to it there's 490 houses yeah and someone has had to buy that that, that don't blend in i mean they're, they're quite good they're quite they're good looking well but done, they're ultra but modern houses it doesn't match yeah. anything else yeah so the common sense bit for me is Okay, there's a planning decision. I'm sure someone can say, well, we don't want this, blah, blah, blah. But you've allowed 490 houses. Yeah, and you'd rather it be all run down and boarded yeah. up than and that, actually and be now, turned into have it into a nice house, a little house that yeah. someone lives in. And so what's happened now is just along from this house, because the house now looks fairly derelict, yeah. we're getting massive dumping of rubbish. Yeah. Industrial, like, oh, right. People decorators, are fly -tipping and washing stuff. machines. Oh, yeah, to a massive Because it looks like degree. a dump. Everyone's dumping stuff there. Yeah. Right. And this was something that happened when I was how's doing... how's that helping the aesthetic of the village? Is that, how's yeah. that going, all right? <laughs> well, this is something that, that, that I got from, from criminology. You leave a car in a certain area right, yeah. and no one does anything. You leave a car with a broken window yeah. and it either gets demolished, firebombed yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. nicked. <clears throat> and so, yeah, we've got this little cottage. No one can live in it. It's all overgrown. They've had to put yeah. up security cameras, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So the common sense committee is, let's just get together. You said yes for 490 how can you actually decide? Yeah. And they'd go, well, we're planners. That's what we're paid to do. But the Common Sense Committee would look at the whole, mm. the holistic view. And the holistic yeah. view is this is having a detrimental effect. Or if, or if we didn't allow someone to live in this, you know, yes. that we, we run the risk of, the, of the, the immediate environment being run down. Yes. And bringing the, the And it's the council having to come out to yes. pick up the it's rubbish. It's going to cost us to put, as you said, put cameras in, yeah. clean out everything up. Yeah. put signs up yes yeah and as a neighbor if they said to me what's going to have the most effect on your life 490 houses being built in view of your house <laughs> yeah. or a cottage being extended yeah so that's where the common sense committee would come in so taking that one step further the road that used to be next to the hospital that runs outside this cottage they wanted to have road calming measures in so they've put well you can describe it you come it's almost like my writing's saying, because I don't go down that road very much. Okay. And when I did, I feared for my, the safety of say, my safety yeah. and, and um, I guess, my car. Yeah. Because they've kind of built quite if, high, sharp curbs. Not out smooth, into the road. Out into the road. But angular. And if, you, if at night you kind of misjudge that, you yeah. are literally just, you're taking your, the side of your car, you know, you yeah. will lose wheels. So they've extended the pavement so it, into the road. Yeah. So... What happened? But not that not in the way they normally do it. It's not kind of nice. It's it's, it's like almost a triangle, isn't it? A yeah. sharp kind of. And you can't you can curve. you can actually drive as fast as you ever drove because there's still a, a clear piece of That's road. Right. Yeah, there's, so there's, it doesn't stop speeding. No. It just makes it inconvenient if something's coming yeah. the other way. Yeah. 
also they don't have any give way so you've got that bit of not knowing whether you should be giving way or not so if you're not familiar with the road and been down there a while you have the run the risk of of crashing yeah (laughs) so so when they put these out Mm. people crashed into them oh they did did yeah Yeah. quite a lot so what they decided to do is put some wooden posts onto this angular piece of paper that sticks in the road so you can see it so you can see it a dark wood (laughs) and people crashed into the dark wood yeah so what they've done now is they've replaced the dark wood with more dark wood Mm-hmm. And then they've chained a very big road sign with a white arrow, basically going, <laughs> avoid this, avoid this dark particular, post. <laughs> yeah. And that's on every piece of pavement. More signage. More Again, signage. How's, that, how's, that, how's that helping the, the, the aesthetics village of the village? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what they've done around the corner is then put speed bumps in. Right. Well, they just put that. So yeah. It's obviously one or, or other is better. A speed bump's better, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or is bits of angular pavement coming out? Mm. Maybe. But you've got two now. And the interesting thing on the signage, and this is where common sense is, they've put in a 20 mile an hour speed limit. Mm. But the junction as you leave this road, Mm. the last five yards are a 30 mile an hour speed limit. So they've put up a sign five yards from the junction to tell you that the speed limit changes from 20 to 30. You've got five yards of road left. Yeah, and when you come into a junction... You're generally you're probably looking not at, going 30. Uh, yeah, and also you're looking what's coming. Yeah. You're looking ahead. You're not yeah. looking So there's a, there's a massive sign on the floor. Yeah. There's a massive post. Mm. Common sense goes, you've got a lovely village. You should be proud of it. Let's build something that isn't going to damage cars, mm. that slows people down, mm. yeah. and doesn't have the need for mass signage yeah. that doesn't please anybody. Yeah, that's right. So this is what I'm meaning by common sense. And it could start at a local level. Mm-hmm. You could say... yeah. You know, this is one thing that's missing. It's almost so you could feed stuff in and it wouldn't be the minutiae of I want my rubbish collected on a Wednesday rather than a Friday, but it would make sense if yeah, that's yeah. the opening And I line. always think there's so many smart people around, isn't there? There's, you know, with with all the with Airbus and Rolls Royce and all the kind of the, the big, there's loads of really clever people yeah. who would happily go, oh yeah, just do this, this and this and yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're practically rocket scientists. Although someone told me recently, rocket scientists yeah. don't actually exist. Is that right? They're rocket engineers or something. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, yeah, and it, it isn't that hard. That was the other <laughs> one, wasn't it? I guess it isn't that hard if you're really smart. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, but there's loads of people, clever people about it. Would happily go. Yeah, just have I mean, you not thought about that? They'd happily give up an hour of their time, wouldn't yeah. they, to go and brainstorm something? Yeah, in their local, wouldn't they? Yeah, we we kind of touching on community here, but that's another part of it, isn't it? I think the community is the key thing. So what what I would have would be. A common sense committee wouldn't be because the normal people that would go on committees, mm. without being rude, are the normal people that go on committees. Yeah, you tend the to have <laughs> yeah. the neighbourhood <laughs> watch. Much. Yeah, um, <laughs> the do-gooders. Yeah, but yeah, but sometimes for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know. So you're always going to have that element of well, who do we have on the committee? Yeah. If it's everyone course, puts their then, hands yeah, up, those are, aren't the people we want. Yeah, <laughs> my hands, my hands are getting sweaty thinking about the organisation of this. Yeah, because you just know how difficult that is. We're not saying this is really easy, are we? No. But I just on the examples I've given, what happens is we discussed this the other day when we're doing the effective altruism is that often the things on your doorstep are disproportionately important to you. Yeah, We are more worried mm. about someone fly tipping outside our front door than we are mm. than the Muslims in China. Yeah. And everyone go, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are in terms of yeah. your input or your effort to yeah. change something. But there is that thing when you see those things I think most people would want to do something about it. But your mm. next thing is, and a bit like the politics, you know, what, where do I go with it? Who do I, who do I go and get 
to help me? Who, who, how do I go and find out who, who find, you know, is passionate about this particular subject as I am? Yeah. Who gives a shit as much as me? Yeah. You know, is, is that everybody in this street, but they don't know where to put it, where to go? Mm. Community takes time, doesn't it? Yeah. You can't just make yeah. it, you know, I mean, online has tried to give us the instant communities, but not to a certain degree, they go a long way and they can bring people together who wouldn't ordinarily have come together. Yeah. And I'm not saying they don't do any good. I guess how effective are they really? When you're looking at the altruism stuff, how, you know, when you really drill down to an online community, yeah. is it just lots of people feeling like they've done something? Yeah. Have they actually gone out and been active and done something? Have they yeah. gone and planted seeds or, you know, in the, on the, on the, the local roundabout or yeah. Yeah. have they gone and have they gone round with some mates in a night time and picked up all the rubbish from their street? Yeah. Like, for example. Yeah. Am I going to go to the people around me here that I know and go, I feel really strongly about this. What would you like to do? Yeah. I think they probably care, but would they, I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's quite hard to get, to get that kind of following and to kind of, but there, there's so two... ask people to give up their time and give enough of a shit. And then you, then you're into a little bit like the football, you know, organizing yeah. the local fo- five aside football. You, yeah. en- you end up, it's a nightmare to organize. No one pays their subs. You're chasing people all the time. You're left with, you know, yeah, holding paying for it out of your pocket yeah. and that kind of thing. It's like, oh, why can everyone just, and everyone really enjoys doing it, but they don't want to be part of organizing it. They don't want to be the, the catalyst or they don't want to be the driver of any of these but this, things. This, this is where I see the common sense committee coming in. So, so I'll give you an example on that. About a week ago, I saw two women in high-vis jackets walking around Frenchie yeah. with, um, you know, those litter pickers yeah. and putting them into a bag, yeah. which was big for me. I smiled as I went past them and I thought, you're giving up your time. You're making the village look yeah. better. Yeah. Fair play. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was, that's not the sort of thing I do. Yeah. That isn't me. Yeah. But I inherently agree with what they're doing. I think there's a need for it to be done. Ironically, one of the things is because of COVID, and I don't, I hate that phrase because of COVID, but the bins aren't being emptied as much on the common because of COVID. So the bins overflowed Mm. and now the birds have got in them and there's more rubbish. We've had the the storm we've just had, had there's rubbish everywhere. Yeah. Again, with my common senses, I'm not going to find out. I didn't know where those, if those two women had just done it by themselves, I think they'd probably been part of some community decision. And I thought, I'm not going to say to them, I really admire what you're doing. Can I help? I wouldn't. I'd just look at the floor and walk by. And I think the majority of people would go, that's a good thing. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. I don't think there'd be many people who go, now I want to help you. Just tell me what I need to do. What time are you meeting? However, if on the common there was a bucket with litter collections and some plastic, some plastic gloves and a small bin, and I was walking across the common as I do every day, I would probably pick one up. And put a few things in the bin. I mean, I would pick the odd thing up anyway, yeah, but I would yeah, make yeah, more yeah. of a concerted effort. So I think it's this, the Common Sense Committee could go, we know there's 100 people that would pick up litter, mm. but there's only two that are actually doing it because they're yeah. the two that are, are motivated enough. Yeah. If we had these facilities out, be interesting to see if they got used. And I think they would. Yeah. I think if people were out there and saw a litter collector, mm. uh, you know, those, those things that pick things up from the floor, yeah, yeah, people yeah. would do it. Yeah, it's kind of how I was feeling when you're talking about the the effective altruism bit. I was like, going, I don't, I don't feel that charitable, but it's not like I don't don't want to do something. And I've I've been a trustee for two organisations, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm keen to do something like that because I feel I've got a lot to add and I can help people out. Yeah. And sometimes disproportionately because my experience of certain kind of charities or certain organisations is they don't often move as quick as modern business for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And if you can go in and try and speed up some of those things and help 
be effective in a short amount of time. Yeah. You know, if it took me two hours to do something that take them 10 hours or mm. 10 days or two weeks mm. or never, then that's great, right? Mm. But you often find that it's whether then people want to listen to your ideas. And I think this is probably a separate thing when you're talking about community and getting involved. People can be quite protective. Say how any committee, whether it's a common sense committee or just a community-based mm local you know just picking up rubbish or whatever yeah. if someone comes along and go well oh, i've got some ideas everyone yeah. people can get very protective about that yeah. can't they and the, who is this person coming in so you mm. know we're not perfect as humans are we we're not all all giving and all receiving mm. Mm. so i think oh, that and we talked about balance that's all about balance isn't it yeah how you can how you approach someone when you're in the committee how you kind of throw your ideas around or your your weight around or whatever yeah. it is i mean i think i think i maybe have just clouded the issue when I started going on about community then, I think I was looking at the common sense community on a micro level. How can one particular village, and quite often the point you're making is that the community will come together and do that. Yeah. You know, a group of people will go, yeah. it would be nice if we have litter collections. Yeah. I totally get that. So I think this is where I've maybe confused the point. I'm not saying the common sense committee basically is there to tell communities how to act or to oh, take no, no, away no, I don't that. You have. But what I'm saying is every single person that lives in French A, I would say or 95% wish we didn't have, I think it's about 15 road signs now that weren't there, yeah. serving no purpose because they've introduced work, traffic calming that doesn't calm the traffic. Yeah. We still get people speeding there, yeah. but it makes people crash mm. and have punctures and damage yeah. their car. So the common sense to me is there is nothing to be gained. We haven't, there's no less people being injured because of these. Yeah, and I think, I think actually to kind of, to actually make a change... And to be effective, that's actually really difficult if you were to follow the official channels. Yeah. I guess running for local council. Yeah. And getting enough people on on board to vote for you. Yeah. And then, you know, even before we go into apps with being an MP yeah. and actually getting yeah. into politics, yeah. all the good intentions are easily snuffed out by the bureaucracy of, of getting through any decent ideas. Because also the people who are responsible for putting those signs in, they don't want a bunch of people coming and telling them a better way to do it. It's a classic case of Jobsworth, isn't it? They're going to do everything they can to protect their job because that's their job. Yeah. Why would they want someone to come tell them that they're wrong and there's a better way of doing it? But I think if you, you know. if you have the common sense committee that, and again, we, we I don't think I think it's probably too difficult to talk about the personnel that will be there. Mm. It just has to yeah, be yeah, broadly yeah. representative. But there must be that situation, and to me that, and I quite often use this analogy of if a Martian comes down and looks with 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 a fresh pair of eyes. Mm. And says, this is a beautiful village. Why do you have 15 road signs in 400 yards? And they'll go, because what we designed in 2020, what we designed, what city and county planners designed yeah. was making cars crash. Mm. They go, then you've made a mistake. Yeah. Firstly, I haven't seen this particular road thing in any other road. No, no, I have Ever no, in no, my life. No, I'm, I'm, I so whoever's that. designed it, it hasn't been used anywhere else no. because cars crash into it and get punctures. Yeah. Maybe someone either needs to go, well, if we'd had a common sense committee, we would have used speed humps like the rest of the country or other traffic calming measures. I think they've made a mistake. And so the only way they can rectify the mistake is by having loads of signage that still doesn't reduce speed. It just... oh, well, the only way to rectify is by going, actually, we, we weren't right. Yeah. They're not going to, not going to, that's exactly, that's kind of my point. You're yeah. not going to have the humility to go, do you know what? We've, we've screwed up here. Yeah. Of course they're not. Yeah. Because then you go, well, why, why are you here anyway? Yeah. Yeah. The Common Sense Committee could then be on a bigger level because one of the things we had this discussion before is that I think a lot of times MPs are making decisions. Well, it's the short-termism thing we've yeah. touched on before. You've got yeah. five years to make a difference yeah. in any in any given term normally, haven't you, until you vote it out. 
what you almost need is like a you know a, a st- the common sense committee to to exist beyond those terms yeah and i think you kind of do with maybe the highways agency and there's the certain agent government agencies and yeah, the sort of local, yeah that yeah. just exist no matter who's running it yeah civil service it's a similar thing to that because if everyone's doing the self-serving thing or we've got to do that in, to make sure we either get another term mm. or we've got to get stuff in here so we look good so look what we've done in five years rather than no this some of this stuff's going to take 20 years but if you have no one's got the long-term vision or the, no, the no, patience because no. you, you'll be out of a job before you know before you get to really kind of make a real difference 100 percent. we're gonna have to come back to this common sense thing yeah personal trainers and, and clients sticking to what they know yeah well, three things really. One was the last two training sessions this week have been different to probably anything I've done for as long as I can remember, really. And I just sort of said to somebody else, I'm having a day off. You just tell me what we're doing. And their approach was different to everything I'd yeah. coach you to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm feeling it in parts of my body and in terms of intensity in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it isn't that you have to be in pain to have made gain, but yeah. it's obviously had a, an approach. Um, I found it really interesting. I found it very demanding. I found it quite challenging in terms of psychologically mm. being less in control. So some of, some of the sets, for example, were to failure. And you can have a number in your head and go, yeah, I'm at failure now. And then you've got yeah. someone shouting at you and you double, do double. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I was dead failed. 10 ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's one of those things. And the other thing that made me think is that um, I have a client who said things they're going to do in the new year is do, they train with me, but they want to do an additional more cardio based and they were trying to decide whether to do box fit or crossfit and my attitude was whichever you think you can be consistent at and continue would mm-hmm. probably be the best i don't think there's any particular merits in one or the other mm-hmm. but it's sort of made me think that someone's actually going right i'm doing running i'm doing strength training i've got in touch with my diet i need something else to just just push me a little bit differently mm-hmm. and i'm wondering whether with all these new year resolutions that people are making is whether they just become a repetition of what's happened before the yeah. people are going to go i'm going to the, go to the gym three times a week and i was thinking I mean, they're going to go to the place that, that they're comfortable with yeah well also that they know well if you're making a new year resolution then you haven't stuck to it yes so yeah, what yeah, you're saying yeah, is what i've stopped doing i'm now going to do yeah if you stop doing it so why did you stop because yeah you might have been enjoying be it asked. or yeah <laughs> Yeah, or you didn't feel any gains from it, or yeah. you didn't feel it was doing anything. If it was that good, you wouldn't have stopped. No, that's true. You'd definitely be addicted to the. Yeah, well, you know. So this was my point. That there are a lot of new resolutions, and this is why I was really pleased with this client who's who's doing so well at the moment. I'm like really inspired by her progress. Is that I felt she was almost saying, "I'm doing everything that I have been doing this year. Now I'm going to add something else. See mm-hmm. if that takes me up a level or makes me a bit." And I think that was hearing one or two people talk about new resolutions. It's yeah, I'm going to do. And it's like, that's what you said last year. And then you stop doing it. So how are you going to make sure it works this year? Yeah. So that was my first thing. And then the the, the final thing I was thinking is that as a PT, I recognize I train in my own, like I'm I'm a reflection of my own training practices. Although everybody's program is different, I have a framework in my head about what works. Mm -hmm. And I've just realized from the training I've done this week that I need to to mix things up and re- recognize that there's more than one way to skin a cat sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I, I guess this is just a call out to, it was interesting. Somebody said to me that they'd been listening to the point we made about how little we invest about thinking in what we're going to do. You know, the invest in us thing yeah, you yeah, mentioned yeah. a couple yep. of positive. And this person said to me, I actually sat down and thought, I never plan anything. I don't spend that time. Mm-hmm. I just go, I'm going to 
going to the gym. So it's like 10 seconds. If I'm going to go to the gym three days a week and do what I've always done, and then come March, I'm going to stop doing it, mm -hmm. then I need to do something different. Yeah, I maybe need to do shorter sessions. I maybe need to do a mixture of weights and cardio. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to go to a different personal trainer just for one or two sessions to get yeah. some new ideas. Yeah. Maybe I need to see to, say to my personal trainer, how can we never box? How can we never skip? How can we, you know, yeah. challenge those people instead of just going, just teach me. So, yeah, I think I, I think it was just, I guess this is just a bit of a shout out around just giving it a bit of consideration. It goes back to the Invest in Us. We got yeah, our yeah, little yeah. packs today, didn't we? We did. We got our little blood samples. Yeah, and you things. said you got a fill of them and pint mug or something. Or it, yeah, I thought it was going to be one of those little finger prick things. Yeah. But it <laughs> it's is, a bread knife. It is, but you've got to kind of, <laughs> yeah, it is, but then you've, you've got to get quite a lot of blood out. I want blood thinners. It's going to pour out. I've got no problem God, yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, no, you won't, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do, we were going to do that on here, but I've looked at it and gone, we're going to have to concentrate and we can't start much. <laughs> Too many <about>. squeals. <laughs> just, yeah. All these laptops are going to be covered in blood. It'd be disgusting. And I think on a non-visual representation <laughs> of people bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Passing out, people passing out, driving yeah. cars. I wouldn't necessarily say this is a mailbag item, hmm. um, but we had a, <laughs> we had a response on <laughs> We had um we had some engagement on yeah, Facebook. Great, thank you. Thank you for your <laughs> Arthur. So Arthur bloody brain cell. <laughs> now, now, now. No. He's engaged with us. It was yeah. very nice of him to do. No. And I'm gonna well, his name's out there, so I can say his name. It's a public yeah. domain, right? No, I'm not knocking him at all. His name I think is it's very kind of him. He's got to a take lovely <laughs> He's got a lovely name. Yeah. Arthur Bogwhistle, mm -hmm. which sounds like just an amazing character in a book, doesn't yeah. it? So congratulations yeah. on your name, Arthur. He gave he gave our podcast a go. Yeah, um, thank you. And this is great because we don't know Arthur. No. I'm going to read out what he said. Yeah. And it's on Facebook for everyone to see. Yeah. But he said, um, I've tried listening, but it's all just titting about. Mm -hmm. Thank you. There seems to be very little content. Mm -hmm. So again, thanks for your feedback. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. I responded with... I thought your response was lovely. Yeah. I read it out to a couple of people. Yeah. Well, you know, I just said, thanks, but you know. It's not for everybody. <laughs> no, I love the fact we do. That he gave I, I think that's what we do tit about. Yes, I yeah. think it was a, it was an accurate summation. I think we have content because we go on. It might not be particularly. I mean, all titting. I'm meaningful. trying to think if he's, which one was he listening to. If it's all titting about, because that sounds amazing. I'd listen to that. But yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> going to be our new strapline, <laughs> as recommended by Arthur Bogwhistle. Yeah. No, I think it was. I mean, he took the time, didn't he? He took mm. the time to listen. He, he took did. the time to give some feedback, and we're not going to please all the people all the time. Mm. So no, I think exactly as you say, it's fair play. Thank yeah. you. The people who like us can't be asked. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a good point. Well mm. made. Yeah, see, you're meant to be our friends and our fans, <laughs> and you're there, silent. Taking. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far, and thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating and or review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast, and you can send us an email to imfinecast at gmail.com. In the next episode, we are going to touch on the vagus nerve. We will, definitely. Uh, we're going to touch a nerve. Um, and hopefully we will have our results back. They say like two-day turnaround. Yeah. You're going to do yours on Monday. Yeah, I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye.